BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and joining me today uh, is my wife, Taylor Donahue. Hey, girl, hi. Hey, girl, hey. Because we are here to break down the Sex and City reboot. It's called And Just Like That. I watched it a few days ago, and I knew I wanted to talk about it because it's epic. And if you're a fan of Sex and City, you give a shit about this. I feel like so many people give a shit. The internet's been exploding about it. Some people love it. Some people fucking hate it. Peloton is shaking for sure. Um, but there's a lot to break down. And I literally just made Tay watch the first two episodes that are on HBO Max. And I was like, I really think that we should just recap it because to recap something this epic immediately after you watch it is so raw. And we were considering waiting till tomorrow, but I can't not talk about it with you because it's so fucking incredible. And the thing too was, I am such a fan of the show, of this series. Tate, do I watch it like the old, like the old episodes? Re- religiously. Every single night. Um, you used to watch it like every single day too because they had reruns on E when on you e. nanny. Yeah, and I would call it uh, fun in the city. Because she was babysitting this little boy. Yeah. So, I mean... I know, like, maybe this isn't the most fun thing to bring up, but, like, I am such a fan of the show. My husband proposed to me in Paris on the bridge where Big and Carrie, because of that scene. Oi, vey. That, nice? that is nice. I know. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, that was really nice. Aww. Anyway. And, and I we was, did Marie's crisis. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. But, I am, like, I'm shook at the I know. right now. But the thing is, I'm such a super fan, like, such a super fan. And I feel like when you love sex and the city, you don't think that you're, like, a fangirl nerd, but you are. And I am, like, the biggest dweeb on the face of the planet when it comes to sex and the city. Like, I can 
recite lines. Like I have, I mean, I am a stan, okay? And I think I made like a lot of my life choices off of this show, by the way, which was a big mistake. But here's what I'll say is I told everybody, okay, I'm going to love this show regardless. And so I've, I I went on my Instagram. Really? you That's what you really thought? Yeah. No matter what? No matter what. And I'm actually in the... SJP Kim Cattrall feud. I'm actually way more leaning towards Kim's side than I am Carrie's. Let's get to that. So I just, I, I want to be clear on that. Like I didn't come in like totally with rose colored glasses. Like I came in like, I have criticisms of the way things go down. And like without Kim, I was like, is it going to be any good? But I did warn everybody. I said, I miss my girls. And I was like, even if it's a stinking pile of garbage, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. So I watched it on Thursday, um, right when it came out like the nerd that I am. And um, I went immediately on Instagram and I was like crying hysterically. And if you've seen it, you get it. And it was 50-50. Some people were like, I'm crying. Other people were like, I fucking love it. And then a lot of people too were like, this is the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. Like every re- review I've read, it was bad. I'm like, what? So I wasn't sure if it was like, if I was doing what I said I was going to do, which is love it no matter what. Yeah. And so we just watched it. And I trust your opinion. I think that you can be totally unbiased, right? Yes. I mean, you're a fan, but not, uh, like a, not I don't, I don't live like and breathe it like you, like you do. You're like a human hybrid of Sex and the City and The Sopranos. Literally. That is like your identity. Yeah, it's, you, my pers- it's a personality trait it's for a personality me. personality trait, yeah. Yeah, totally. So, so I love it across the board. I stick to it. I also, um, after the second episode, so we watched both. Um, I watched a trailer. I just made Tay watch the trailer for the rest of the season. And I, watching the trailer made me so excited even more for the rest of the season. I think they're fucking nailing it and they're going to keep nailing it. So I, it's a 10 across the board from me. What's your immediate reaction? Wow. Wow. I'm like, wow, Bethany. Wow. Wow, Bethany, wow. I am shocked that I feel the way I feel. Really? First of all, I'm almost speechless, but I can't be speechless because I'm on a podcast. <laughs> no, but I am I'm shocked at how much I loved it. Really? And I didn't initially love the movies. Okay, that's, that's I great. I have learned to love slash like the movies after watching them like over and over times. again because yeah. you, you know I'm familiar with the characters and, and it makes you feel like you know warm and fuzzy it feels like you're hanging out with your friends exactly yeah but I am shocked at how much I liked it and I did not feel that way in the first five minutes okay so that's the thing so and of course I just want to say caveat we're getting to the episode spoilers if spoilers. you haven't watched it and you don't want it spoiled turn it off and turn this back on after you watch it. Yeah. Trust me, you're going, like, there's very few things that make me want to run to a computer and, like, go to a Reddit page to be like, wait, what does everybody think? But I think that this is going to be, I think this is one of those moments. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So, if you don't want to be spoiled, major spoiler. Pause and then come back when you're done. Trust me. You need a support group and we are that for you. Yes. Okay, so, let's do it. <laughs> Episode one. So, the first five minutes, you didn't like it. So Why? The, the first five minutes, they go to lunch and felt weird and forced and awkward and I was like oh god I was like they're trying to be woke yep like Instagram and that's podcasts. one of the biggest criticism is that, that it's like very like forced wokeness and I and I only felt that way in the first like five to ten minutes Me at too. that first launch so such sweaty try hard like yeah like not natural dialogue for them and they're like older and that's all they're gonna fucking focus on yeah yeah so I was really nervous in the first five minutes and they also first address Samantha in the first five minutes right off the bat and it's very like it's it's shady it is it is shady but I thought that that was gonna be it I was like they nipped it in the bud so when I first watched it I thought the same thing I was like okay that's how they're handling Samantha and I was pissed like I was like that's like disrespectful to Samantha like no matter how shit went down like you have to understand that we the audience we love Samantha 
Samantha. Like, you guys might not like her as, like, castmates, but, like, as audiences, she's one of our friends, too. Yeah. So, like, you have to give her respect. And I felt like in that first scene, when they address it, like you said, right off the bat, it was not respectful. It was like, she's no longer with us. And then, like, Bitsy Von Muffling's like, what? And then they're like, oh, no, she didn't die. And I was like, that's gross. You guys are fucking disgusting. I was pissed. Yeah, and as time goes on, then they get, like, they soften up on her. So it's, it's kind of odd. Well, I'll say this. Off the bat, no, but I think that this is why I think this show, especially the reboot, is so genius. The writers are so fucking clever and so smart, and they're 10 steps ahead of us. And so I think what they were doing there is they were answering it right off the bat because they know it's like the hanging question in every audience member's mind. Sure. But then what they end up doing is like not that long after, like three minutes later, like in the very next scene. They bring it up again. It's just Miranda and Carrie, no Charlotte, and they bring it up again. And that's when I was like, whoa. It was like they're addressing what happened with um, uh, Samantha, i.e. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Like, it felt like the fourth wall was br- br- broken down. It yeah. was like, they are, they're literally telling us what happened in real life from their perspectives. And they make it, through, it said it's about money. Through the dialogue, yeah. yeah. And they do it through the second episode. And I, it, it, I think it was done in a classy way. I'll say this, okay? And when I say spoil, we're going to spoil episode one and we're spoiling episode two. Because yes. if you didn't watch episode one and then two, something is psychotically wrong with you. Yep. So I will say this, though. I felt like... So the first time they addressed Samantha, disrespectful. The second time kind of still felt like SJP was telling her side of the story without getting to have Kim Cattrall's rebuttal, which didn't feel right. great to me. But Miranda's character was kind of like softening the it a little bit. But I felt like I was seeing SJP in that scene. It didn't even feel like I was watching Carrie Bradshaw. Right. And then in the second episode... The, at the funeral, they have flowers on the casket, and yeah. Big literally, and 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 Carrie literally did not want anything like that. And the flowers are from Samantha, and that's when I was like, "Oh but, my and god!" She looks sad. So you're like, there has to be sadness, unless she's a total sociopath. Yeah. As much as you could hate someone off camera, yes, they went through twenty years oh. of, of of friendship, yes, slash whatever, yes, like there's. It's a hundred percent sadness there. And but even the way that they like wrote Samantha back, like episode two, they did not need to bring her back. No, we we as the audience members, I was I I have moved on now. I'm committed to know Samantha, and by them bringing that back up, that was a classy move. When she was opening the envelope, who did you think it was going to be from? I honestly had no idea. I thought it was going to be from the one who chipped her tooth, the ex-wife. Oh, Natasha. Natasha, who we see is going to be in future episodes, but I thought it was going to be from the ex-wife and she was going to be like, fuck this. Were you shook when it was when it was from Samantha? Oh my God. I was like, I was like, wow. But see, I will say this when I, so during that moment, I felt a flood of emotions. I cried and I was like, we all miss her. We all do. See, it's all of us. I watched it alone, by the way, first time around. Was, that, was this your third time watching Second it? time, second okay. time. But I will say this too. And then I immediately, I had to like pause because I jumped to like, wow, well done. Writers, well done, SJP, because she's an executive producer she's in those meetings and i was like that's fucking that's a star move and also what they did is they left the door firmly open 100 kim control wants to come back but the, but see that's also kind of manipulative because now and genius because now we're like come, come on, on samantha kim, yeah, yeah get yeah. fucking back in the come game like, now we're gonna get if she's not back we're gonna be pissed oh, at her so manipulative so I, didn't SJP. Even, I didn't even think of that oh that's how my brain works oh. baby right <gasps> right she just played the like 
nice girl like you're invited back don't forget the door's wide open oh that's so fucked so shitty so fucking shitty I know but awesome but also but awesome but that's the thing too like I really do love Kim and I do respect her decision but like man I will I'm not gonna lie there was a part of me that right after that scene happened with her opening the card from Samantha I was like oh my god Samantha's coming back and then I was like Taylor She's literally not like, but in my fandom mind, in my fantasy yeah. mind, I'm like, maybe she'll be back and like, maybe I even just this watching it again with you. I was like, maybe she will come back before the end of the season. Very shady. I know. I caught, I, 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 I that was not lost to me. I'm sure it was lost in a lot of people, but I'm like an expert with Ooh. shade from housewives and I'm, I'm no dummy. And I think uh, honestly, I think that right there is exactly why Kim Cattrall fucking hates SJP. Because she's like... Because she, I, I think SJP, like, you know, she can be, like, we all can, bitchy, opinionated, tough, especially in business. Yeah. But then I think she always likes to pull the nice girl card. And that's a really unfun person to fight with. Trust me, I know firsthand from years ago. Yeah. I've, 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 it's, it's the nice mean girl is the worst Ooh. mean girl to fight with. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll surprise us. It has to, I mean... Everything gets out on the show. That's the thing. Okay, so this is the thing is Tay went in to this episode knowing Big dies. Thank God. Can you believe? I did not know I he knew, died. I read like six months ago, it's probably from Daily Mail or something, that I, I read Big dies in the shower and I'm like, oh, fuck me. But then I'm like... I can't believe they gave away that fucking detail too because I feel like... So I knew it. I could. It's like, okay, he's on the Peloton. Well, that was the thing too. He's going to take a shower. I was like, I knew you knew. So I was like, is this she going to have the same reaction I did? Because I, I was literally shocked. I cannot believe you didn't know. I mean, most people, I guess, didn't know. No, I, I read a, a leaked script of... You know me. I don't like to spoil the surprise. But I read a leaked story uh, like over a year ago at this point where um, it said that Carrie and Big got a divorce. And I knew Natasha was coming back. So I was like, oh, obviously there's there's going to be some divorce. Natasha comes back. I was prepared for them to break up. But the first episode, the relationship is amazing. Yeah. So I was like, how are they going to do this? And then I was like, is he going to have an affair with a Peloton instructor? Like, this is insane. So. Wow. Yeah. So I was not, I had no idea. So when he fell to his knees and he grabbed, you know, he grabs his arm. I'm, I'm like, he's having a heart attack. But then I'll tell you, it, I, I, I was still hopeful. Okay. Yeah. Fan denial. Until. Fucking Lily. When she was playing. <laughs> the killer of all things big. Literally. She is his kryptonite. She is his demise. Always. Always. Fucking Lily. Doom and gloom Lily. <laughs> Fourth thing, too. Because she couldn't be more adorable. Oh, and, God. I mean, the piano playing. I don't know if it was her or whatever, she but is, I was blown away. Lily is Big's Grim Reaper. Literally. Following him around. Lily, though, when she started playing that intense song, I, at first I was, like, blown away. Like, whoa, that's incredible. And then as they cut back and forth between her and Big, I was like, oh, my God, is Big going to die? That's when it hit me that that was an option. But you were like, no. I was like, no way. Like, no way. It's going to go. It's gonna cut to him in the hospital room yes and yes that's exactly fine. exactly and then like maybe something happens there I, I just thought they were building to their divorce i did not see it coming and it like really like it destroyed my soul i mean i you saw me you came home from work i was like was i not like a basket case wailing <laughs> <laughs> you were wailing on top of watching back your instagram stories wailing and so it was like wailing on wailing and i was like i have to get on a call honey <laughs> yeah um wow. so yeah no, i didn't know i mean it, but okay, but even despite the fact that you knew, yeah. did you feel like it was so well done? I thought it was. So, that's the first thing I sent to, yeah. said to you when I stopped crying was so well done. Just her initial shock, him looking at her, and you know what? When they're looking, when they're showing his face up close, usually he looks at her, and then he smiles. You know how he does yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. 
and he didn't. And you could just see it was gone. He couldn't. Uh, it was just like, so rips your heart out. I will have, I will say one thing. And I was thinking it, watching it, and I, I will stick by it. I'm like, literally, call 911. Call 911. I saw Not Skinny But Not Fat said that. Well, on um, Instagram. Michelle Collins also <laughs> Instagrammed a picture of the post-it. I'm sorry. I can't. Don't hate me. And it, and then, but the top <laughs> of it was, um, Big says to Carrie, why didn't you call 911 from heaven? <laughs> That's really funny. And then Carrie says, I'm sorry. I can't. Yeah. Don't hate me. Um, I don't know, though. But okay, so what did you think about, like, why didn't she, like, okay, she runs to him. She knew it well enough. Holy shit, he's having a heart attack. Right. Right. The whole thing is probably 35 seconds. Oh, yeah. So you're right. The next, you're holding somebody who you know is dying. Right. You want to, and she kisses him. She wants to, like, if these are the last seconds, literally, she wants to keep him feeling safe. She kisses him, and then we see, and she's crying again. And then we see Steve pick up the phone, right? <laughs> Pause for crying. Can't believe it. And then, so upset. And then but we, see, I'm so mad, but I'm sad, but I'm not mad, you know? Honey, it's not real life. It is <laughs> and then I'm Tony Soprano. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Switchcraft. Match three games can be a lot of fun, but it seems like most of them are like the same, right? The themes, the characters, they change, but overall it's like the same boring format until now. Switchcraft is a brand new take on match three games. As you play, you unlock pieces of a beautiful, magical, and gripping graphic novel. Switchcraft is a mobile game with a unique blend of TV-worthy writing, choose-your-own-adventure-style narrative, and thousands of magical match three levels. A couple years ago, I was on tour, and there was a lot of time backstage. There was a lot of time on a bus. There was a lot of time traveling. And so I actually started to get really um, accustomed to playing games on my phone. And I've never really been a gamer. I'm like a like a newbie, if you will. So the fact that I can like get the hang of this is like very good. It means if I can do it, you can do it. And a lot of the games, they're fun off the bat, but they kind of get boring. And you do notice that a lot of the games are similar to other ones. You know, it's just like same old, same old, but not Switchcraft. In Switchcraft, the story features over 85 characters, which is a ton, from a variety of cultural backgrounds, as well as differently abled and LGBTQ plus characters. So I really appreciate that. And there's literally thousands of levels to play, okay? That's very special, so you're never going to get bored. And the storyline is compelling. Like, I want to keep playing because I want to see what happens next. So in the game, in Switchcraft, you take on the role of a witch at Pendle Hill, the world's top academy of witchcraft. It all starts with the disappearance of your best friend, and then you have to unravel the mystery of her disappearance. And along the way, you're going to find these unique characters, a gripping story, even a little bit of romance. And the best part is that your choices in the game ultimately determine the outcome of the story. So you're in the driver's seat. So what are you waiting for? Download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. Again, that's Switchcraft. S-W-I-T-C-H-C-R-A-F-T, Switchcraft. Yep, download for free and unlock the magical mystery. And now back to the podcast. I'm actually in a place now, I'm actually in a really good place now where I'm like, it's okay. It's okay that that happened. I think it had to happen. They had to kill Big because she's different with Big because she's happy. But we fell in love watching the show of this single girl living in New York 
showing us how life can be. And so I feel like they made the right call with that. They had to kill him. They had to. Because if it was a divorce, we would have always just been pining for them to get back together. And Waiting now, for her to turn around the corner in the supermarket to see him. Yes. To, yeah, As to we have, did for six seasons. To have that New York moment. And exactly. if they're really going to reboot this, they have to start from the genesis of the show. And yes. Big was not supposed to be, you know, in that many seasons. That just happens. You know, I mean, I got to work firsthand with Darren Starr. And so, like, for example, Younger. Molly Bernard... That was supposed to be like just one one episode. That was not supposed. Molly's character was not supposed to be reoccurring. Right. But Darren cast her and fell in love with her, which is no surprise because she's like new, like millennials SJP, yeah. I think. Um, but it's like that happened. So like, for all we know, Darren cast big for like a few episodes and then was like, actually, this like. Darren and his writers really roll with the punches and like they have this thing of always being in the zeitgeist. So I yeah, just feel like much. they're, they're, they're unbelievable. So, and that's why when people are like criticizing it for being woke, I'm like, they're, they're, it's not faux woke. Like I know these writers, I know Darren, well, I don't know these writers, but like, I know the type of people Darren works with. And like these people are, they're almost prophets. They're fucking amazing. And they see so many moves ahead. Um, and so I feel like I really trust, like when people are like, like, I want to have a talk with the writers, like, angry. I don't. I have full faith in them. They did yeah. this. It's per, it's, it had to happen this way. It hurts my soul. I'm, I literally just cried over a fictional character dying on a television <laughs> show. But, like, I really trust that they are, they're taking us on the proper journey. And that had to happen right off the bat. I agree with you. And the I second agree. episode's really sad, too. But, like, yeah. at the end of the second episode, you finally start to laugh a little bit, right? And you're like, oh, here we go. Oh, throughout it, I think it was so well done. There was, like, a moment in the second episode where I was like, this episode could, like, win an Emmy for its writing because it's so sad and, and going through this mourning process, but also, like, brings in the humor at the right times. Yeah. And great lines by Miranda. Best. Miranda is great. The fucking star what a of the show, right? Just literally, she's always been the star, and our young, idiotic twenty-year-old oh asses God. never knew it. She is hysterical. She is. She also looks and the best. So good. She looks the best. Well, yeah. SJP looks great. But, yeah, but, but, but SJP looks like so great, but like it's so unrelatable and unattainable. I feel like Miranda gives. All women, whether we're younger than her or same age or older than her, yeah. like hope like, oh, I can age gorgeous. Like, I, that's why I love Miranda. She's just so fucking relatable. It's beyond. SJP is aspirational and sometimes it's a little irritating, but she's still fabulous. She looks amazing. She looks incredible. Like, okay, I'll say this. SJP looks like, whoa, she aged so gracefully. Now, listen, I'm sure some very skilled doctors had a hand in helping her age like that, but I don't care what she had done. She looks fucking so natural and yeah. great. Also, Miranda looks like she doesn't, or uh, Cynthia Nixon does, didn't have like a lot of work done, no. if any, but she also looks so great. And then there's Man, I know. Okay, like, listen, we, we're not we're not too to uh, body shame, and that's not what this is. No, and that's the thing we have to be careful too, because like the first thing I thought when I was watching the show, and I saw um, Kristen Davis, yeah, Charlotte, Kirsten or Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Davis. I was like, her biggest fear is going to be how she looks on camera. I mean, that's any woman's biggest fear. At least it's my biggest fear when I when I film anything. That's like I should care most about the work because I'm not like a fucking model, but I can't help but care about what I look like. And once I've like given myself a pass on how I look or like get over how what I hate about myself. So that's the thing too is like 
I feel like we'd be remiss not to address this, but I also want to be like very careful in how we address it I because totally it's like such agree. a delicate thing. And I think that we as women are the harshest critics of ourselves and other women. Yeah. And so that's things. So her face looks different. And I think when yeah. we see that someone's face is different, we think bad automatically. Right. But that's the thing is that it's just different. And so I actually think Charlotte looks beautiful. She's always beautiful. But she, and she and she looks great. But she's she clearly had work done, which is fine. I don't even know what it was though i have no idea what it was her mouth is wider yeah i mean listen you can get i mean when you get elective surgery when you're getting like you know plastic surgery it it changes your face structure it changes the placement of everything fillers plus and also thing too is we know their faces abnormally well well. abnormally well that's fair we got a question for the radio show the taylor strucker show yeah about or the daily show whatever you want to call it but that was asking about like, would you rather age quote unquote naturally or get like elective surgery? Cause we see, I mean, as a housewife fan, a Bravo fan, it's all plastic surgery. I mean, everyone, Lisa Vanderpump, but she's spectacular. So this is the thing is that. Yeah, but Kim Zolciak looks insane. Okay, but okay, but don't go to like the. Are you impressed that I just knew her I'm name? I'm like actually blown away. I'm shook. I don't know what's going on. No, but I'll say this like, they're like, okay, Lisa Renner used to be the poster child for like what not to do with plastic surgery. Guess what? When I look at Lisa, I'm not like lips, 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 lips in a bad way. I'm like, Lisa's attractive. So I think we're living in a world now where. You know, I think that there are people who look like they've had work done and people that look natural, but I'm actually think we're starting to get to a place where it's all okay. Of course it's all okay. I think it's because we feel like we know her. Yes, that's my point. It's like if our mom got plastic 100%. surgery. That's what like, I'm saying. W- watching reality TV, it's like we see snippets of these things where yes. in television on this kind of scripted show it's yeah. like we've been with her for 20 years we've also we taken know- a long time off from her so we haven't even been seeing her age like on a daily basis it was distracting she looks different it is distracting but i promise you you get used to it like anything else you just like like i found that like as i was into episode two i was over it i wasn't fixated on it anymore <laughs> yeah. you towards know? the end of the second episode you're like you're used to it right and i was like uh li- literally you no you will I, eventually i will but you will. anyway not not but, you know, th- but that's the thing i want to be clear she doesn't look bad she looks different just different that's she's it. always beautiful and yeah but i also think that talking about them aging is like i think that it's also kind of like why they did the show this show to me this show first of all i want it to be on for literally fucking ever never ever ever end it there's no need i want to see them in the nursing home golden girls this shit like (laughs) i want it for the rest of my life but this is this show was groundbreaking when it first came out because it was about women who were single thriving in their careers and having sex like men and here we go again they're like breaking new ground where it's like just because you're in your mid-50s doesn't mean your life is over. Just because your husband dies on in your arms doesn't mean your life is over. Right. This, se- this series, and it's not even just this season. I hope there's many more seasons to come, and they've kind of like hinted at that that's the plan. But it's like, yeah, we're going to see Carrie dating and living life after something that you would think would be a life ender, right? Well, their audience is getting older, and they're, they're going with the times. It's like you doing radio. It's like you're living in real time. Right. Your audience from 13 years ago yeah. is, are 13 years older now. Right. You're, li- you're, you're, you know, you're growing up together. Well, that's the thing. Like, they're, like, the brand of Sex and the City is our best friends. They might not know us, but we know them, and we love them like best friends. When that's your brand, it's like... Uh, there's never such a thing as them aging out of their brand. They're their brand. I, I want to see what they're doing. I mean, like, when you saw Brady, you were like, oh, my God, Brady. Like, oh, my God. If I could never see Brady having sex on camera again, I'd be fine. <laughs> and then you were like, yeah, but Miranda, you know, we used to. No. Yeah. 
She wasn't 17. I know, I know, I, I know. I do not need that scene. I'm telling you, though, if you go back and look, that sex scene, that was an exact replica of, when of a Miranda sex scene. I'm sure. With Steve. But he's he's I, underage. I, 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 he's 17. I, that in some states, it really that might be okay. Me out. Okay, okay. Also, if our kid ever tries to have sex in the house at no. 17, I'd go, I'd, I'd bang down the door. <laughs> And they'd both be dead. I know. And then I'd be in jail. Can you imagine the nerve, though, of like the girl from being like, don't sex shame us? Murder. 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 That's not, that's not woke. That's being an asshole. <laughs> I no, agree. that does not fly. I agree. Man, teenagers are going to be in charge of the world with yeah. all of these, uh, you know, like woke rules. <laughs> I, have, I have a question for you. What? What do you think of the title? And just like that, I actually, as somebody who obsessively watches this show, she says in just like that all the time in the, in like the original series. Really? All, Tay, all the time. When all she's the narrating? Time. Like all the time. Just like that. Yep. Yep. Oh, you're right. So that's why they did it. And so that's why I like it. And then when they ended that first episode, oh. she's like, and, and I literally, I was holding out hope that Big was alive yeah. until she said, and just like that, Big died. And I was like, no. And then I burst into tears and then I rewound it and because I'm a masochist and watched it again. Because I literally couldn't believe how dumb I am that I, that I still, I was holding out hope till the bitter end. I think she said, and then John died. Oh, she might have said John died. If you had to give it a grade, how yeah. about this? Expectations versus, versus reality. I came in with very low expectations. Likewise. I was mad about Samantha. And also, I don't know, I just like, I was just feeling like the movies are, are not, they get increasingly worse, even though I watched them. So I was like, well, if this is like the third movie, I'm going to be real bad, you know? Um, so I came with very low expectations. But like I said, I expected to love it no matter what. I did not expect to love it as much as I did. I think it's a fucking masterpiece. First of all, the original series was everything. But I think that this, this is shot better than the original because of technology and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's shot like a movie, but it's a fucking series, which yeah. is like, thank you, streaming. That's where we are now. I thought the same thing. But like, I actually think, and like, the series, when you go back and watch it over and over again, it's great, but like, sometimes the jokes are dumb and like, it definitely doesn't hold up like yep. what the times we're in. I feel like, th I think this is a masterpiece and I think this is the best version of Sex and City that we're going to get and it's like I can't believe that we're going to get something potentially the same if not even better than the original series you know what I totally agree with you isn't it insane and you know what you just said the original series was a masterpiece and I actually think yes it was obviously like it, it changed like our culture it's so flawed it's so flawed the show is flawed the shooting is flawed the editing is flawed the characters are flawed everything is flawed yeah it's still amazing yep but i was thinking the same thing this is shot so well shot so well the writing is so spectacular so great and also it's the pace is so much better than the movies a, there's a lot of depth to it you know like they're handling serious things juxtapositioned against or juxtaposed rather to like comedy like they're fucking nailing it and so for people who are like it's terrible can i say something to you i have one word to say to you ageists okay for real if you're like this show fucking sucks you don't like middle-aged women for real because i don't know what else it could be that would make people have such an adverse reaction yeah so they're not in their fucking 30s anymore who gives a fuck and actually yeah. i think carrie if you go back and watch it 20 year old me wanted to be carrie 
30-year-old me, like, is very annoyed by Carrie when I go back and watch. I still watch it, but, like, she's not the heroine for me at all anymore. It's actually Miranda. But I feel like... Wait, wait, what about 40-year-old you? Because you're I not don't, 30. I don't, you just called yourself 30? I am in my 30s. I don't know you. I'm not <laughs> I'm not 40. Oh, are you my troll? The person whenever somebody DMs me and they're like, yeah, and you're 40. I'm like, 30. okay, so that's you. So that's you trolling me? 30-year-old you. How about 38-year-old, almost 39-year-old you? I'm in my 30s. Fuck off. <laughs> but I will. But see, I'm scared of aging. Um, but see, that's the thing is that, like, this 55-year-old Carrie, like, there was a scene at the very end of episode two where Charlotte's like, it's my fault that Big died. No, actually, it's your stupid daughter's fault, but whatever. Um, fucking Lily. Fucking Lily, fucking with the phone in the first movie. I can't. But I will say that when... Carrie screams like I'm not mad at you I'm mad at me for not doing what I wanted to do and it's like so like visceral and like in your first time she screams but I'm like but then she but then she's like come inside like Carrie is like the best version of Carrie I've ever seen she's honest she's direct she's but she's kind like she's kind of a selfish bitch in the series but she's like really She's very self-absorbed in the first series. But like now I'm like, God damn it, Darren, you're a fucking genius! Darren Starr, like, I bow down. I just, I think he's so amazing. I just, I can't believe it. I really think this reboot's gonna be the best, the best version yet of Sex and City. And that is a very tall order given how much I love the original. Great new characters. Great new characters! People were saying that that was forced too. I disagree. Great new characters. They didn't, they're not forcing anything on us no. like, like big time. I also think Marina's going to be a lesbian. So do I. Wait. Also, guess what I what else I, th- I think is going to happen? And I thought it watching the first time around and the second time around, I really thought it and I almost said it too, but I wanted to save it for this. Miranda, they're going to give Miranda a drinking problem. She has a drink before school. She waits, she goes to a bar at 1045 and they said we don't serve a drink till 11. Then right before she gives a speech, she kind of like has an uncomfortable situation, like wow. wanting a drink. Did you read that? Or did you, you no, that's about- my brain, girl. That's just my brain. Um, oh, it, she brought it to the, to the and Lily's then she brought recital. The wine, which I didn't think anything of because that's something that I would do, which was worrisome. But no, no. So, but the second time we watched it, I noticed her bringing wine to Lily's too. Interesting. So, yep. And, um. Yeah, I definitely think. And then I noticed something at the tail end that I was like, you're overthinking it. But remember when Stanford's making the martinis, like, are mm-hmm. these too strong? And she's like, not for this occasion. Oh, yeah. He's got like a full martini and she's got like a sip left. Interesting. So I think that they're definitely going to bring in some sort of a drinking thing with Miranda, which I'm like, oh, God, no. Ugh, that's so like not fun. But it's like, no, that's the that's the difference. And a, rea- the first, and a reality. Well, the first series was just that's your 30s. It's reflective of like everything's fun. Everything goes like yeah. they're just like, you know, they're single for the most part. They spend their money. They're successful. They spend their money on going out, food, yeah. drinking. And, you know, they uh, they have crazy sex lives and fashions you know it's irresponsible now we're seeing like when you're 30s all the habits you develop in your 30s start to kick in in your mid late 50s you know what it kind of reminds me of it's sort of like it's it's much more realistic than the original show which is very kind of gimmicky yes it's it's almost like a hybrid between the original show and sarah jessica's show divorce which is so which is like i thought not so realistic, but you know, it was great. Closer to, re- to reality than not. Yeah, let's like strip all the bullshit away. Yeah, still wear great clothes, yeah. but it's not all about like glitz and glamour. Because yeah. I think we got used to these movies that are so fast paced and like very surface. Yeah, and I'm so excited to get back to like 
the the grind of it, the every day. I think this is going to be the best version yet. That's yeah. my prediction. And I am so here for it. I am so excited. If, you know, the first two episodes are so sad. And I will say this. In the first episode, if Big hadn't died at the end, I think I would have been really critical of the episode. I think I would have come at it really hard. But for whatever reason, and trust me, I was not expecting it, and I am very upset about it. I really am. But, like, I just, I really, I really feel like those first two episodes had to be exactly what they were. And now we're going to get back to the basics. But like with a little bit more heart and a little bit more um, wisdom and more like guts to it. It's yeah. going to, I mean, listen. I think Miranda's going to be single too. Yeah. I think her and Steve might, Yeah, it kind of seems like it might, or, no, or I don't know. I think she'll be a lesbian, which she is in real life. So let her live out that, you know, reality. Yeah. Anyway, and also as lesbians, we always want everyone to become lesbians. which is what we do. <laughs> we're always recruiting. Never yeah. stop recruiting. I loved it. Same. I give it an A. Yeah, I give really? it an A. A plus 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 plus. It's really good. I really and liked I'm it. I'm shocked. I feel this way, especially after reading all the shitty reviews. Yeah. Because I'm usually swayed by that stuff that I read. Yeah. Wow. 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 Bethany. Wow. All right, let's go decorate our Christmas tree. Okay, you guys. Um, that's it for us this week, Tay. Thanks for joining me. You're such a good co-host. Oh, thank you. I'm loving this. Cause this sidekick. I prefer sidekick. Uh, good. I like that. I prefer mm. that too. <laughs> I like when you put your hand up and I know that I have to wait. <laughs> you did it about like five to six times. And I, I actually thought we were doing this. I was like, is this bad for our relationship to do this? Because I am pretty bossy when I'm doing my work. No, but uh, truly I, just, I, I shouldn't know be talking best. as much as I am. So it's... <laughs> You know, when you need to finish a thought, I will let you... This is your space. When we're talking normally in our house, yes, I'll interrupt you. <laughs> but this is your fucking job, not mine. I will say, though, it's like, you know, I... When, especially when things are, you know, happening in the world and I want to talk about them immediately. I'm a radio personality, right? So that's like, like my bread and butter. I was used to having my first reaction to everything constantly, you know? Yeah. And so with podcasting, a lot of times podcasting is very like people like, like record episodes way in advance. And that's something I struggle with because I like to talk about things that are like happening in real time. Weekends are hard for you. We know that. Very hard. So <laughs> this is a weekend and we're recording and I feel whole again. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for being my sidekick and like allowing me to like kind of like, I don't know, do what I did when I was on radio on this podcast. Cause that's what I do best bitches. Don't I know it? Don't you know it? And just like that. And just like that, the episode's over. Tay, I love you. Follow Taylor at Taylor Donahue, but you know what I say? And I mean it. If she gets more Instagram followers than me. We're gonna have a fucking problem. I told you I'm buying bots <laughs> for when me. I, when I had, if I, if I get like, when, when you what? If I get half as many as you, I'm buying, I'm Every, buying my girl bots. Everybody get nervous. Everybody get nervous. Follow Taylor at Taylor Donahue and follow me if you don't. God. At Taylor Strecker. Grr. Um, Guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week and thank you so much for listening. It means everything, everything to me and also to TD. You, I mean, yeah. seriously, this is, uh, this is our life. So thank you for giving a shit about it. We really appreciate it. And also, if you like the podcast, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That is so huge and it makes Dear Media think that I'm a rock star. So thank you for doing it and keep doing it. Yeah. They really, they're like, you have a lot of reviews. I'm like, that's because my peeps are the fucking best. Um, you guys, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week with another incredible podcast. Until then, Bye, girl. Bye.